praise the Lord. Hmm. Is there any living soul here? Huh? Is there any living soul in the house? Praise the Lord. Uh -uh. Let the living do what? Is there any living soul here? If you are a living soul that loves the Lord, can you praise the Lord? That is still good. You must arise from coldness. Can somebody praise the Lord? Yeah, we are coming small, small. It's for the Almighty God. It's not for Buruburu, eh? This praise must come from your heart to the living God, to the Lord that gives us life and light. Can somebody in the house praise the Lord? Can somebody in the house put your hands together for the Lord? Amen. You are Yahweh. You are Yahweh. Sing it to him now. Tell him that he's a Yahweh. You, you are Yahweh. Stand and sing it. You are Yahweh. Yahweh. and Omega.
the Alpha and the Omega. You are Yahweh. You are the beginning and the end. You are the maker of all things. You are the everlasting Father. You are the King of kings. Yahweh is your name. We have come before you this evening and we beg you, O Lord, to release your, your light unto our hearts. Cause us to hear you this evening. Speak to us. We are here. Alpha and Omega, we are here for you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let the people of God say, Amen. Amen. Please sit down. Our team is from Ephesians chapter 5 verse 15 from the King James it says see then that ye walk circumspectly not as fools, but as wise. See then that ye walk, W A L K, that you walk circumspectly. Not as fools, but as wise. By God's grace, today, tomorrow, maybe Sunday, we will need to break down the verse. You notice that the first word said, See, then. Now, brethren, it looks like an advice. Is he an advice? You know you are going to be talking with me. Is a teaching. He says, see then. Okay, before I begin to talk, let's check it from different versions we have. Yes, if you have another version, read for us. Quickly, stand up and read, young man. Take. Hello. You will read upon it. NIV. NIV. Ephesians read. 5 verse 15. Be very careful Aha. then how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise. Alright. Be very careful how you live. King James says, Be very careful how you walk. See, I will tell you when to read. That's NIV. It's an advice. When the word be careful comes in, it means that there is a danger if you are not careful. It means that something bad could happen. If somebody says, be careful, be careful, 
that is a problem. Yes. Another version you have. What version do you have? Huh? Good news. Read it loudly. Oh, be careful. It's the same thing. If it is the same thing we have read, don't read for me. Be careful how you live. Hmm. I'm just deliberately reading it so that we know where we are heading to. Be careful how you live. Don't live like a fool. Live like a wise person. Which other version do we have? Yes. Which version, my son? Huh? Uh-huh. Look carefully, then, how you walk, not as unwise men, it but says, as wise. Look how carefully, how you do what? Walk. Look carefully. Does anybody have easy to read? Yes. So be very careful how you live. So be very careful how you live. Live wisely, not like fools. Live wisely. Did you notice so? Something gave rise to so. Be very careful how you live. How you walk. Amplified. Old amplified. Hallelujah. Look carefully. Look carefully. Then how you walk. Live purposely and worldly. Mm-mm. Read it well. Look carefully how you walk. There is a, a, comma, a semicolon. Am I right? Yes, sir. Live purposefully. Number one. Number two. And worldly. Live worldly. Number three. And accurately. Live accurately. Uh-huh. God will help us to know how to live accurately. Finish it. Okay. Not as the unwise. Not as unwise. And witless. Eh? Not as a wise. I sensible, thought you have a mic. But as a wise, sensible, uh-huh. intelligent people. Uh-huh. The, this has come. It says, not as the unwise and witless. As Christians, we should should not live like the unwise and the witless. No sense. Okay? Eh? Yeah, you, you must be alive, when you walk as the unwise, you yourself, you become unwise. But we should walk as wise. People who are sensible, people who are intelligent. Hallelujah. Please give me the message Bible. Or if you have it here, you will read for us. So watch your step. Use Uh your head. 
Ah, uh, uh, easy, easy, easy. Just take it easy. Can they throw it there? I. So watch your step. Did you see? What did he say you should do to your step? Watch your step. Then what's the next thing he said we should do? Use your head. Use your head. Use your head. So, there is a so. So, watch your step. Use your head. Some, many of us don't use our head because we do not understand. The essence of your living. We do not understand how serious it is for you on a walk to get to the correct destination. You will need to use your head. You shouldn't walk like the unwise, the witless. So why did he land at so? Watch your step. Do you know any man that watches his step ordinarily never falls? It's difficult. Do you know that? But the one that is useless, have you seen somebody's going, you are looking here and there. What will likely happen? You will fall. The man or the young man that does not watch his step doesn't have a focus. Doesn't actually know where he's going to and to make sure he gets there. I like to quickly say every human being that is existing that is on earth is on a journey. And the journey of every human being on earth has two destinations, either this or that. Do you understand now? Eh? Every human being that starts a journey, you know each person here now, you're on a journey. Are you on a journey? How many years have you been on this journey? And where are you actually heading to? Where am I heading to? There are two destinations in life. And if you do not know, I need to quickly tell you that whether you like it or not, your journey on earth must end. Everyone. And there is no time because you do not know when it will end. That is why you see that this thing we are dealing with this weekend we must be very serious because if you play with it it's easy to end on the other side. It's very easy to end on where you didn't plan to end. And I'm praying that none of us will end that way in Jesus' name. 
It doesn't matter your age. You're on a journey. Now, every journey that you are into is that you must have a guide. Actually, let me ask you. Where is heaven? Do you know where it is? Huh? They are looking at me now. Does anybody know where heaven is? Okay, do you know where hellfire is? <laughs> because you do not know. You need a guide that will show you the way. And if you refuse, if you want to go to heaven, there is a guide. If you don't want to go to heaven, there is a guide also. In fact, the devil, you won't beg him to lead you. He will quickly lead you. And when he puts you there, yes, he's happy. He says, yeah, next. If we go a little bit up, let's read verse 14. That's our passage before we begin to deal with 15. If you give me 14 from there, I'll be grateful. Okay, let's look at it from verse 11. Then I'll zero in on 14. 11 says... And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. In verse 11, there is one word I need to point out. It is fellowship. Fellowship. And have no fellowship. Now, what's the meaning of fellowship? What's the meaning of fellowship? Does anybody know? Huh? Oh, I'm, I hope I'm not confusing you. Does, you've been going to fellowship, is it also? What's the meaning of fellowship? Who knows? Don't be afraid. You, we're, we're sharing together. Fellowship, what is it? A gathering of people with the same interests. With the same interests. Interest. A gathering of people with the same interests. Where fellows, fellows, eh, in the same ship. You know what I mean by fellows? Where are they? In the same ship. Is my own definition of fellowship. Fellows where? In a ship. And you know that every ship has a destination and has a driver. Okay? Oh God. So when he says, have no fellowship, with the unfruitful works of darkness.
darkness. If that means that if you become a fellow of darkness, actually you will be in a ship. Who is the driver of that ship? Eh? The devil. Do you remember Jonah? God told him to go to where? What did he do? He paid for a journey to where? Tashish. He moved away from the fellowship of God with God. If you must make use of your head, which version said make use of your head? Which version? Huh? Make use of your head. Don't be a fool. The, your friend, the person you associate with, the reason why you keep associating with that person is because you have the same interests. Hallelujah. You may say, I don't do what he's doing, oh, but you allow it. And we're hearing God saying, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. You will notice that for your journey in life, for it to be successful, you must be careful with the people you work with. Before we end, we will land on that fellowship. You will see how God looks at correct fellowship. What God does with correct fellowship. You know, sometimes you think, yeah, I'm a child of God. I'm going to heaven. Whereas you're on the wrong ship. Whereas you are in the wrong ship. And that ship is carrying and you, you are going, you don't care. And I'm hearing the Lord say, be careful. Be very careful how you do what? How you work. Be careful how you associate with if you mean to end well in heaven. This matter we are discussing is that you must decide today, this day, that I'm heading to heaven. Oh. Hallelujah. He said, rather reprove them. Next verse, quickly. Is it fast? For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. Now, listen. Do you have fellowship with somebody you know that what he or she does, if it is brought open, it will be a shame. In fact, you will not be bold to allow it to come in the open. I want to quickly tell you that when that is the situation, you are on the wrong ship. The ship you are into is going to end you in hellfire if you don't come out. You must tell the driver, stop. I want to stop. I want to come out. 
You understand what I'm saying? That thing you do in the secrets. That you won't allow anybody, if anybody is coming, maybe with your phone, you hide it and you lock your phone with all kinds of passwords. Do we lock our phone with passwords at different levels? Why are you doing that? Let's be very honest. Why are you doing that? And if somebody picks your phone, your heart will be checking. What? What? You must have a secret that is not good. Come to my phone. You can move around. It's never locked. My room in my house is never locked. I don't have anything to hide. What are you hiding? Can Jesus be proud of that you're hiding? If Jesus will not be proud, if he comes, even if your parents come, they won't be proud. You must throw it away this weekend in the name of Jesus. Because it will take you to a wrong ship. And I don't think any of you that has left everything, you have come now, you are only ending up in a wrong ship. And you are having a wrong fellowship. He said we... We shouldn't be involved. Next verse. 13. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the lights. Now that's where I'm heading to. For whatsoever doth make it manifest is what? Light. Can somebody shout hallelujah? So when your life is open to the Lord Jesus, nothing hidden, and somebody comes near, you are not afraid. Your life is open. Then the light of God must have come. Verse 14 finally. Verse 14. He said, wherefore he said, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. Aha. That light is a provision for our journey. Let me take it easy. The provision heaven has made for your journey is what? You are not talking with me. The provision heaven has made for your journey is what? That's why Psalm 105 said, Your word is what? A lamp. Where? For any man that will succeed. In walking carefully, the light must be shown by God. The light will show you obstacles. The light will make 
don't know how to explain this. Now, do you remember Paul? When that girl was going with them, he said, come and see you, the man. This man is the correct man of God. Do you remember the girl? Hello? Do you remember the person? And she was following them and prophesying and telling people, this is the correct man of God. This is the correct man of God. And they were moving. And is that not good? If you are a minister and somebody somewhere that was doing prophecy for one man and they were making money, suddenly he has, she has come. And what she is telling people is, come and meet this correct man of God. Will you not be happy? Say, yeah, thank God. In fact, you may make her one of your prayer team. The, because she is prophesying. But do you note that, that that journey that Paul was with that girl, it was wrong. Did you notice that light came? And he discovered that she was not correct. What did he do? He turned around and cast out the spirit. And that girl stopped prophesying. But you may ask me, then why were they flogged? Is another story. You know, the, as long as, let me tell you something, as long as that girl was following them and prophesying, the ogre never bothered. Did you notice that? As soon as the demon was cast out, the ogre got worried. And they took Paul to the marketplace and flogged them, flogged them very well and put them in the prison, in the dungeon. Why did that happen? Why did he allow the girl to be prophesying with them? And he wasn't making money. You know, the danger was this. That girl, having fellowship with Paul, was to show people that what that man and the girl were doing was correct. Hallelujah. You know, people will now say, Ah, oh, she was also that Paul approved it. And so, and so, we are fellows. Now, do you notice that if Paul had continued with that, he would be in a wrong ship. And the man didn't bother because it was going to promote his business. Because any day that girl will go back to him. People will say, what the girl was doing was genuine. Did you see that? Because there will be a problem on the way light had to come. You will be walking in such a way that when there is a problem, light will come. But you must make up your mind that you're on a journey and that this journey you must end it well. Light is the Lord himself. And we, before I talk more on that, he said, wherefore he said, awake, Thou that sleepest, 
and arise from the dead. Message Bible, who has it? Is it here they read it? Give me that verse in the Message Bible. Read it. Okay. Wake up from your sleep. Climb out of your coffins. Do you know what sin does? It puts a life in a coffin. Listen. When somebody is already put in a coffin, what is left? Buried. You will not be buried. Sin will not bury you in the name of Jesus. This weekend, you must realize that that place is not meant for you. When a man is living in sin, when you are not wise, and you say it doesn't matter, you didn't know that this thing you are saying doesn't matter has only placed you where? In the coffin. We are going to pray. All of you that the, the sin has put in a coffin, you must come out. You must wake up. Oh, you didn't say amen. Are you enjoying the coffin? The coffin life is too bad. That means anytime they want, the next thing that is left for a coffin and the content of a coffin is to bury it. But God has brought you this weekend that, that if you have been in that state, I hear him saying this evening, is the scripture that I'm telling you. He said, wake up from your sleep. Climb out of your coffin. Then when you do that, what will Christ do? He will show you the light. But as long as you are inside the coffin and you are sleeping, you never see any light. Oh God, am I right? Oh yeah, close your eyes. Everybody, close your eyes. Are you seeing any light now? What are you seeing? Darkness. If there was time, I would have told you to walk around some more. <laughs> you know, one day I was just trying to walk and say, let me see how life of darkness is. If you, when you are walking in darkness, you are too afraid. Your hand will be doing like this. In your room, in your house, you were in the parlor, you were moving. Suddenly they take light and everywhere is dark. What do you do? Did you move immediately? You stay, you, st you stood. You imagine where everything is. <laughs> and then you use your hand like this. But, excuse me, why will you choose to be in such a life? A life of sin. Why? That's why our topic said, be very careful, be wise. Don't go that way. Don't
live that way. There is a way. The message, I mean, not the message Bible. Easy to read Bible. Who has it given Mike? How he puts verse 14. Yes, everything is made clear by the light. This is why we say, wake up, you who are sleeping. Rise from death. And Did you notice, easy, easy to reset? Yes, everything is made clear. By what? The light. The light. Now, if you are not with the light, you cannot see your future. If the light is not with you, you have no future with God. But when you keep away from sin and stick to God, He will give you light. You will you will see your future. You will know your future. You will see it. And you will walk and end well. You will notice that you will not be uh, stumbling here and there. Anywhere there is uh, an issue that is an, like an obstacle, that he puts his light there. That's why you remember that hymn. When we walk with the Lord... In the light of his word, what a glory he sheds on our way. Why we do his good will, he abides with us still, and with all who will trust and obey. Hallelujah. Trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. When we walk, W A L K, with the Lord, how? In the light of his word. Look at what happens. He said, what a glory. He does what? He sheds on our way. The light he sheds on our way is a glorious light. Hallelujah. He said, why we do his good pleasure? What does he do? He abides with us still. It takes a wise person to discover this and walk in it. A foolish person will not discover this truth and may not walk in it. And it is only fools that will send themselves into the coffin. You don't, I don't know how it is in my heart. You see, it's a foolish person that will carry himself or herself into where? Coffin. But when you are wise 
and you walk in the light of his word that has come to you. Now, let me, can I quickly say something? That when you do what God's word says, you are wise. Does it make sense? Huh? When you refuse to do what God's word says, you are foolish. And when you do not do what God's word says, you will join the congregation of the dead. You know there is a congregation of the dead in the Bible. Eh, you don't know. They have congregation though. But for you, I hear God saying this evening, be very careful with your life. Your life is of more value than you think. Be very careful because God is interested in you. God wants to take you to your expected end. For he knows the thoughts he has for you. He knows the plan. That's verse 14. I'll come back to the lights. We're going to get deep into it. Can you give me verse 15? Oh ho. So use your head. How you live. Can we get that verse 15? See then, oh ho, that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Now, verse 15 says, You do not live, I'm putting it in another way, as, you are the, as if you are the owner of your life. You know, one of the problems we have, and you have, all of us, is, it's my life. Do you, have you said something like that? Leave me to live my life, it's my life. Have you ever said something like that? Raise your hand. Have you ever said something like that? That it is my life. Huh? Which one? Are you dead? You are not dead. Have you ever said something? Have you not told somebody before? This is my life. Have you not said so? And I want to ask you. How do you know that this life is your own? Does anybody here... Can anybody here prove that this life is your own? I'm saying things that I think are serious. This life you are carrying is borrowed. Okay. If you say it's your own, when did this start? When did you, how did you collect it? How much did you buy the life? Eh? When did you, did you give it to yourself? Can you tell me? That's what I was asking myself. Does anybody know how his or her life started? You are not talking with me now. I thought it's your life. Do you know the foolishness of man is that he assumed that this life is my own. I want to live it the way I want. Can anybody, everybody leave me alone? If you want to serve God, you serve God. It's my life. It is not your life. 
It was given to you by God, not even the devil. Do you know when this life will leave you? Does anybody know? Have you, any, have you ever seen anybody? Maybe death came. He said, no, you cannot. It's my life. Have you ever seen anybody? Say, you cannot. What did you do? You are trespassing. Death. You are trespassing. It's my life. I'm the one to surrender you. Have you ever seen anybody like that? Huh? Excuse me. If there is physical, say, I'm dead. It is time for you to go. What will you do? You see, he comes out, he says, I'm dead. Will you not beg him? Eh? Will you not say, please, please, just give me, just give me. Say, no, because the way you are living, I don't like it, you will go. What will you tell dead? You will say, you will do like, mommy, calm down, boy. Do you remember mommy, calm down? <laughs> Say, this is my last chance. This is my last chance. Mommy, calm down. Will you not tell the devil, devil, calm down? If the dead stares at anybody, say, I'm dead, I've come to collect you, you will repent. Oh, God. Ha. Say, because you did this, you did that, you don't want to repent. And I have told you, I have warned you, and I have warned you, you refuse to repent. Will you not repent ten times? Say, I promise, mommy, my last time, this is my last chance. Calm down, calm down. It is not your life. That's what we're dealing with now. Listen, everybody. This thing you are carrying that is making you feel good is not your life. You will need to be wise. Oh my brethren, this evening I don't know. You don't have to be a fool. And telling God, yeah, no, when I grow old like Brother Ralph, I will serve you. Sorry. Many of you are in the hospital environment. Is it only old people that die? Huh? The point is that if you know, if you realize, if you recognize that the life you are carrying now, now that you are young, that this life you are carrying now, it was given to you by God. It is borrowed. The day the owner wants his life, what will he do? He takes it. And he will ask you, what did you do with the life I gave you? You served the devil with it? God forbid, that will not be your testimony. In the name of Jesus. Borrowed life, all of us. That is why nobody ever exists. You know, some people, when they get to 100, they will be begging to go. The Bible says it is good to serve the Lord when? To bear the yoke when? In your, in your youth. When you are young.
This is the right time that you will need to give your neck and serve God with all the energy you have. And when you do that, He will, He will give you lights. There is a glory that shall be on your way. Amen. This is moment of decision, choice making. You know, sometimes we look at Joseph. How many of you would be like to be like Joseph? You don't want to be like Joseph now. You want to be a, end up as a prime minister. Will you like it? Eh? Don't be spiritual. Let's let's relax. You want to end up as you would like to be a prime minister like Joseph. Will you like that? Yes, me, I like that too. But how did he walk? He walked in the fear of God. He was wise. He made correct choice. He never allowed himself to be put in a coffin. You didn't know that what the mistress was trying to do was to put him in a coffin. You didn't know. And he said, Oh, you want to put me in a coffin? No. Is it not my dress you want? Collect it. He ran away naked. He made a choice. What choice did he make? To enter the prison than to do this against God. That is a work. That is what God is saying. Don't allow yourself to be put in a coffin. He jumped out of that coffin. How did he do? What did he do? He ran away. When he left his dress running, where is the lawyer? Don't you know the implication? The dress is an evidence in the mistress hand. Is it not so? Without an evidence, it's difficult to convict anybody. And he knew the implication. He knew that he was going to end up in the prison. Did you notice what he abandoned? What did he abandon? He abandoned. You know, he was the one giving himself food. Is it not so? He decided on what to eat. He had dresses. He left all of that. He left those things. The the woman wanted to give herself to him, but the whole idea was to put him where? Where? When you are not careful with your life. And those wicked men, they will come as an angel of light. Those wicked brothers, sorry that I'm calling brothers. If it's, you know, there are brothers that are in the fellowship and they want to make converts. They are in the fellowship or the what we call fellowship. But actually they are not fellows. They are fellows with the devil. Is it not so? And then he, he comes. Give me this. I just saw this when I went to uh, spa. Huh. And I remembered you. 
Say, this will be good for you. Take. God bless you. Did, I, did he look spiritual now? He said, hey, thank you. Say, no, no, don't mention. It's just nothing. That's part of... Uh, if God does not give you lights, He is inviting you into His own ship. Another day He comes. It's not fun. What other thing do we buy? Let's read what Say this. Hey, I felt that you will like this. Take I hope you are following what we are doing. Is a risk watch you. He say, hey, oh my God. This brother is caring. Sorry. That brother is deadly. What is he trying to make a convert? If you are not careful, you are gone. And that's how it's coming closer and closer. And your heart is opening. If you don't have lights, you are in trouble. He's trying to put you in a coffin. So, I think tomorrow we'll be talking about marriage. I'll be mentioning something. If he ends up sleeping with you, he knows he has put you in a coffin. He knows when they sleep with you. You know these are brothers. They now discover that there is nothing after all. They go for another sister. But they are in the fellowship. Oh. You will need lights to know when a brother is genuine, when a sister is genuine. Hallelujah. You don't like what I'm saying. The devil has come to steal. He doesn't steal by force. How does he steal? Gently. And he tells you what you like. And when you are accepting it, you are entering into a fellowship. I like to tell you, one, somebody bought phone, gave to you, you collected. You didn't ask him why. You didn't ask God, should I collect? It means also you, you, your heart, something is wrong. And he comes another day and gives you watch, you collected. Say, oh my God, this brother is caring. Both you and the brother, you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Tomorrow we'll discuss that. Now, but you see, that's how the devil operates. He doesn't announce himself and say, I'm the devil. Of course, if the devil comes and announces himself as he's carrying that phone, will you take? You say, I rebuke you. I bind you in the name of Jesus. I cast you out. Because he has announced he's the devil. He never announces himself. That's why you must walk circumspectly. That's why you need the light. That's why you, you must be careful with your life. To know when the devil is sprawling around as, 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 as an angel of light. He, do you know that the Bible said 
Be wise as a serpent. Is it not so? And gentle as a dove. Do you remember? What's the wisdom of the serpent? Why did God advise us to be wise as a serpent? What's the wisdom of the serpent? I know everybody here knows serpent. Have you not seen serpent before? I know some have not seen. My daughter has not seen serpent. What is the wisdom of the serpent that the Bible said we should copy? Did you not wonder when the Bible said be wise as a serpent? Did it not cross your mind? What is it? What is it you know about serpent? Who can tell me? Yes. Yes. Okay. That the serpent is crafty. Do you know the serpent can enter here now? And go under here. Is that what the Bible says we should be? Eh? No. The serpent is subtle. Is that what he said we should be? No. His wisdom. His wisdom. How many minutes? I'm looking at it. Okay. The serpent entered into the present where God is. Do you remember? Adam and Eve, where were they? And the serpent walked in there. What do you think should happen to the serpent? You are looking at me. The serpent should be converted. By who? By Eve. But the serpent walked in there, converted Eve, and went away the same. Ha! Oh, you didn't see, you didn't understand something. He entered there and converted who? Check. Two of them who should convert each other? Eve ought to convert the serpent. How many times has the serpent walked to you and converted you? If we are as wise as the serpent, and let me take for example, a man came into you, and he began to talk to you fine, fine things. Ah. I've never seen this kind of pretty face before. Hey. God was not sleeping when he was making this. What is this serpent doing now? Conversion. And as he's talking, I would like to take you out. If she is like serpent, will she agree? Eh? No. What will she do to this serpent? You start preaching. Said, 
if you don't repent, you will likewise perish. And you know, serpent doesn't, he won't give up. He comes from another angle. He sends a text. And by the time you know what is going on, you are converted. No, God says that you should be wise as a serpent. Let nothing convert you. In the name of Jesus. You didn't say amen. Amen. You as a Christian can walk in the midst of you meet you meet people that you know they are naked and all of that. Will you blame the devil that they are naked? You must be as wise as a serpent. As you have entered, you must come out clean as a child of God. Amen. That's what, what the Bible says. Be wise. Don't become somebody that is put in a coffin there. I'm looking at this coffin as a matter. Do you know, as I'm talking now, some people have been in the coffin of sin. The devil has put you in the coffin up to today. This day, God will want to pull you out of that coffin in the name of Jesus. And if you change your mind after, as, you, as, as I'm talking, you are saying, yes, it has to be today. You know the devil say, we may say, it can be tomorrow. You can leave it till tomorrow. If they do all that call, don't go. You can always do that tomorrow. Or you can talk to the speaker. And then you didn't come out. You know tomorrow, he can bring in something that will not bring you here again. That is done to keep you perpetually where? In the coffin. And if he knows you are going to eventually do that, he may quickly bury you. Now, don't say, this is my life. Stop saying it. The life you live is no longer your own. Who is living it for you? Christ, if Christ is in you. So, don't be fools. When you are, you have woken up, you know I told you that sin puts a man in where? In what? Coffin. I like this to sink. I don't like what I'm seeing here. I don't like it. That sin, as if you have sin in your life, you are living in sin as you are walking around. Even though people see you alive, you are dead. Is it also already in a coffin? But why God brought you to this meeting this evening? You discover that this meeting is not talking about that you will pass your exam. We look like that. Surely you will pass your exam when the light comes. Hallelujah. You will pass your exam. You will not die when the light comes. The death of a saint is that God takes him home. You will do well when the light comes. Are you getting what I'm saying? That is in uh, 
Isaiah chapter 60. Let's look at one and two. Then I'll look at another verse we close. Isaiah chapter 60. Get it for me. We are back to verse 14. He said, when you arise, when you come to your senses and said, how can I stay like this? How can I live like this? God will give you lights. If you get Isaiah 60, aha, now you notice this. The first word you see there is what? Did you see a comma? I want you to look at that verse very well. No man can make progress except he does what? He arises. You cannot shine while in a coffin. Oh no. <laughs> ah God, help me. What did I say now? You cannot shine for God in a coffin. You can only shine for the dead. I mean for the devil in a coffin. Arise! This evening, I want this word to sink. You must arise from sin. You must arise from the condition you are into. If you do not arise, you cannot go and meet the Lord. You remember the, they called him the prodigal son of where? Eh? The devil kept him in a coffin. Was he in a coffin? His own was so horrible. Your own, you may be eating good food. Though. Now, is it not so? You may look at your life, it's rosy, rosy. No, that's not a parameter that all is well. Remember that when you are in sin, where, where has the devil put you? In a coffin. He was there to the point that he couldn't even eat. And himself and the pig. Who was better now? The pig. That's one of the things that the devil does to a life. You know his journey started where? His journey into that ship that he entered into. It was rosy rosy initially. Isn't it so? He had plenty, he had friends, he could spend, and then he was uh, the happening in the town. You know, there are boys that are the happening in the town, is it also? My young people, am I right? You know them, they happening, everybody knows about them. Is there any happening here? Is there anyone here? My daughters tell me, is there anyone here happening? They Everyone knows them. Everyone wants, you know, they spend, they have, they, hey, they're big. And you want to associate with them. Note that when you are doing that and his life is not correct, you are in the ship. You are in the fellowship. And that fellowship is not a correct fellowship. That's how this man entered into that fellowship and the ship carried him, carried him, carried him to where? Carried him, put him in a coffin, carried him to where? To the pig. 
and showed him his life. Say, say, even now, the pig is better than you. The pig has become your master. It's not you I'm talking about. Though. And the boy will just wait. Anytime the pig is eating and mixing it up with the mucus. The boy will sit in one corner and be praying, may he not, may he not finish it. Don't you think he was doing like that? Eh? He was wishing and praying that this pig will not finish this. And the pig will not finish sleep, eating and sleep. This boy will carry the leftover and eat. This devil, you will leave God and follow the devil. I'm sorry for you. And that's why he came. At a point he came to himself and said, why should I be like this? My father has many higher servants. I would rather go back to him and said, I will arise. Is it not the first thing he said? Supposing he said it and he didn't arise, what would have happened? He would have remained in this situation. Is something as you're praying now, I will arise. I will arise. You must actually arise. Amen. And as he arose, where did he go to? To his father, to make him one of the hired servants. And as he was going, do you remember that the father was in the balcony and looked at him from afar and went and embraced him? God will embrace you today. And as he embraced him, what did he say? Remove that rock. Now, when you are in the ship, the wrong ship, there is a dress you wear. It's a rag. Even though it looks good, it's a rag. Why is it a rag? You know a dead man. What kind of dress do they put on a dead man? Is it a rag? It looks good though. Someday we'll go and cut lace and give to a dead man. Is it not so? You are not talking with me. Ah, which one on I did? Am I? I hope I'm not offending somebody. But I'm telling you the truth. Even though that is sparkling white and lace, it is a rag. Where does a rag end? Down. Whatever that the devil has put on you, giving you, no matter how wonderful it is, it is what? Rag. The father said, remove that rag and put in the robe. They brought a robe. God has a robe for you this evening. You are not excited. He will remove every rag that the devil has put upon you. He said, come unto me. All ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He will remove everything that the devil has put and pull you out of the coffin and then give you his own robe. Did you notice that there was a slaughtering of animals because he returned? But he was coming back to go as a hired uh, servant. God is waiting for you. God is waiting for you. Therefore, arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Next verse. 
For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the, light, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon you in the name of Jesus. Can I tell you something that you need to know? God cannot mix his glory with sin. When there is sin in a, a person's life, what happens to God's glory? He moves away. He moves away. God cannot do that. I think here I have explained to you that when the devil was tempting Jesus in Matthew chapter 4, the angels stood afar. Why? At that time of temptation, who was before Jesus? God cannot associate with the devil. He must give way so that you can make a choice who to follow. Anytime you are passing through temptation in your heart, do I do it or not? What God does, He gives way. He won't even tell you, don't, don't, don't. Did you see the angels coming to tell Jesus, don't? Jesus made a choice. Jesus also had the choice to command the stones to come to, to turn to bread. But because he had a focus. Within, I discovered within that time, the angels stood afar. They were waiting to see what choice Jesus would make. Therefore, my brethren, anytime you are suffering from indecision, I call temptation indecision. The person that is decided will never be tempted, who can't have temptation. Why it is temptation? You are considering, do I do it or do I not do it? And the devil will be telling you, do it, giving you other reasons, other reasons. Within that time, the angels of God, they give way. They allow you to take a decision on who to follow. And it was a matter of coughing life and Jesus' life. Do you notice first, second, third, he still stood where he stood. At the third one, what did the, what did the Bible say? The devil left him for a season. Verse 11 said, Behold, the angels ministered to him. It was when the devil left the scene and he didn't give in to the devil. So when you don't give in to the devil, you are giving in to the Lord. Does it make sense? Eh? When you give in to the devil, you have rejected the Lord. This small statement, does it make sense to you? That's the truth. You have made a choice. You have said, the Lord, I don't need you. I chose this one. Except you repent quickly. So as soon as he said no, the devil said, mm, this one, he's decided. The devil must see you as decided in the name of Jesus. 
You didn't see a, didn't say a big amen. amen. He must see you as he tried to convert you. He must see you decided. And when you are decided, you are wise. You are not foolish. As soon as he left, as you mean I'm the devil, say, okay, I'll come another day. You know, the Bible says he left him for a season. He will come back. He doesn't give up. As soon as he left there, the angels knew that he has gone. Then the angels came and ministered to him. Because the angels cannot stand with the devil at the same spot. Because he had decided to follow Jesus. They came and, and lifted him up. They came and encouraged him. That's why when you go through temptation and you succeed, you know you feel good, you feel great. Angels are happy. Because at the time of temptation, you can fall for the devil and they take you away. Jesus gives away. But he's waiting. Now, you see that for his glory, even though there is darkness over the people, but for you, but for you, what will happen? But for you, what will happen? Can you help me tell your neighbor, the Lord shall arise upon you. Huh. Now, my time is almost gone. Do you, can you imagine a life that the Lord has risen upon? Oh God, oh God. Can you imagine such a life? The Lord has risen upon this boy. The Lord has risen upon this girl. Even the devil cannot come near. For the devil to come near, he, will, he must make sure that the hedge is broken. He said, But the Lord shall rise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Next verse. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light. Oh, church. When I was looking at it, God says, Look, I am going to come to the light of as many here. And I thought somebody should have said, Amen. Amen. You know who are the Gentiles? They will come to your lights. They will see the lights. They will see the glory. And they will come in the name of Jesus. And kings to the brightness of thy rising. By tomorrow we'll expand on that more. The brightness of thy rising. Kings. Kings shall come. I said, kings shall come. And God is not saying this for saying sake. He's saying what will happen. When you decide to, 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 to preserve yourself for the Lord, He will rise upon you. And as soon as that happens, Gentiles will come, kings will come. And they will be wondering, what is it? 
please teach us. My daughter, will you not like to teach kings? Is it not possible? Is it not possible? You can do that. The Lord will bring them in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Did you follow? We're talking about the lights and the fellowship. And the fellowship. You know, I'll tell you what, when you are in the correct fellowship with God, then sin cannot stay. Did you notice that? Oh God. This thing we call fellowship. You know, I started from there. Fellowship is first of all, not this we are doing now. What did I say? First of all, it is not what that we have gathered that we are in the fellowship. No. That is the first fellowship that must happen to any life. And that fellowship must be with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Did you see it in the Bible? First John chapter 1. That's where we are stopping now. You will give me a little time. I will explain. Verse 3. That's. Okay. Let me start from verse 1. That which we have seen and heard. No. Oh, verse 3. Go to 1. Let me quickly run through. I'll be fast. Verse 1. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. What we are declaring to you is what? Word of life. The word that will give you life. The word that will give you light. When the choir was talking, singing, they were singing about the word that will give us. That's what John. They say we have personally experienced the Lord. Have you had a personal experience of the Lord? Can you say that is my Lord. I have personally given my life to Him. And you can testify to that. Next verse. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father, and was manifested unto us. Three. That which we have seen and heard. Declare we unto you that ye may also that ye also may have fellowship with us. Now, did you see how they declared it? That they have seen is what we are declaring. That what may happen. That you may, you may also become fellows with us. You may have fellowship with us. Now look at the next thing. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! When you are a child of God, you are already in a fellowship. Fellowship with who? With the Father and Christ. You are in the same ship with Him. That's what we are aiming to achieve this weekend. That you will be in the same ship with the Father and His Son. 
Can you imagine in the same ship with the father and his son? Even if he was sleeping and the ship is about to sink, will the ship sink? No way. You remember that time they went and woke him up? They were doing their own, making their own effort. Carrying, you know what they knew as fishermen. What did they know? When a ship is about, when water is entering a ship, any fisherman knows what to do. What do they do? Be throwing the water away. But this day, Peter and Cole were throwing. And as they were throwing, the one that were coming in were more than the one they were. It didn't work. After they had made their effort, you know, sometimes we make effort on our own. It will not work. It won't work. And they, they went and woke him up. Don't you care that we perish? And the question is, if that ship was to sink, who would die first? The person awake or the person sleeping? Huh? The person sleeping will die first. And number two, Peter knew how to swim. He will swim. He said, don't you care that we perish? There is no way they will perish. When you are in the same ship, you can never perish with the Lord. He woke up and said, you faithless generation. He just spoke to the wind and the thing stopped. And the marvel said, what? He said, you don't know anything. Can I tell you? You will know something that Jesus, fellowship is with Jesus is the best thing that can happen to you. In the name of Jesus. The ship will never sink. And then, he said, truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Christ. What a wonderful fellowship. God, help me to always remain in this fellowship. God will help you to remain in this fellowship. Do you know what pulls us, pulls us out of this kind of a fellowship? Sin. That's what sin aims to. To pull you. Can you imagine? You are in the presence of Buruburu. And who else? Eh? No, forget Buhari. Okay. <laughs> you are in the presence of Buhari. You are with him in a fellowship. Will you not feel good? Excuse me here. If Buruburu calls you now, you look at the number and say, I'm governor of Venugu State. You will run out of here to go and answer it. Is it not so? And when you finish, say, I'd like to see you tonight by seven in my government house. Will you go? Will you go? If on the way somebody blocks you, what will you tell the person? Say, don't delay me. I'm going to see the governor. Say, I'll call the governor for you now. Will you not call the governor? Say, hello, your excellency. I'm coming now, and somebody's blocking me here. Governor, say, who is that? Where are you? Say, I'm at uh, 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 ShopRite. He will dispatch his security personnel. You know, when you're in a fellowship with the father and the son, you have bodyguards. God can always dis dis dispatch his angels. Are you getting what I'm saying? Always. So, you see, truly is with Christ. Next verse, quickly. 
And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. Now, if you have understood what we've been discussing, you will be happy. You will be singing, I am so glad I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I belong to my God. I'm so glad I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I belong to my God. Next verse. This then is the message which we heard of him and declare unto you that God is that God is light. That and in him is no darkness. How? At all. So how can you bring in darkness into him, into his fellowship? He won't allow you. Now, am I making sense? Because in him, there is no what? Darkness at all. In fact, if you carry darkness, when do you carry darkness? When do I carry darkness? When there is sin. And you come to God, he will, is of a purer eye than to behold he said, go and meet your boss. Who's your boss? You are in the wrong ship. Go to that ship. You know, if you go to the ship of the devil, will he mind? He will not. So in him, there is no darkness at all. Next verse. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, what have we done? We lie. And do not the truth. Ha! Huh. I'm only reading because of time I would have explained. If you are, you are saying, I have fellowship with God, is it not so? And the Son. And you are walking in sin. When somebody is walking in sin, he's walking where? In darkness. You're only lying to yourself, you are deceiving yourself. And there is no truth at all. That's why that Ephesians said, be careful. Be very careful on how you walk. Because you can be, you know, other, other versions said, if you say, who is the one saying, I have fellowship? Me. If I say I have fellowship, then I shouldn't walk in the dark. I shouldn't live in sin. When you are doing that, you are living in the dark and you are still in the church. Number one, apart from the fact that you are walking in the darkness, you are a liar. Who called, who called me a liar? God. You are a liar. And when you are a liar, you are of your father, the devil. That's what John eight forty four said. You are of your father, who? The devil. Now, we want to pray. Next verse. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship, one with another. And the blood of Jesus, of Jesus Christ's son, cleanses us from all sin. Now, this is what fellowship does. Now, listen. This physical fellowship. 
even when you have a good fellowship, quiet time with God. You know, I'm touching things that look ordinary. Even when you're having good, quiet time with the Lord, do you know that because you're in a fellowship, when you're having that quiet time, the Lord will be pointing sin, if there is sin in your life. Am I right? What is He waiting for you? To repent. And as soon as you repent, He cleanses you, and the fellowship becomes better. One of the aims of fellowship is to cleanse us. Because the person that the Lord must receive, he must coach. He must coach. Sorry, my children. I hope you're understanding me. Let's look at Hebrews 12, 6. I mean, 12, yes. Verse 6. Verse 6. I will show you something there. I compare it with uh, leave this if we walk. Okay? Did you see verse 6? He said, For whom the Lord loveth. What does he do? He chastises. What is the next thing that follows? And scourgeth every son whom he will receive. I'm stopping here. For the Lord to receive you in fellowship with him, what must he do? Scourge. What is the meaning of scourge? Can we look at that in different versions quickly? And I'm stopping here. The person that the Lord will rise upon what must he do to that person? It's to scourge. Yes, Udo. Which version is that? Um, NIV. <laughs> because the Lord disciplines those he loves mm-hmm. and he punishes everyone he accepts as a son. I'm not looking for the word punish. I don't accept. Scourge. What's the meaning of scourge? Who knows? Scourge. Eh? Eh? Cleanse. You know, when you have stubborn dirty on your body, what do you do? What do you collect? Sponge. Hard one. What do you do? You scorch. You scorch. Yes, another version quickly. And he said, While we are waiting, another because version. Because the Lord disposes those he loves and he punishes everyone. No, we have read punish. Okay, it's okay. Message. The child he loves, he disciplines. And the child the that child is loved is a child that, that accepts his state, his sin. I say, look, I don't like the way I am. And he comes to the Father in a fellowship. And the, the Lord does that. Yes? The child he embraces, he also corrects. Okay. Now let me go back to Scotch. You know, the way I looked at it, 
if you pick a house help from the village hmm, and that house help is so dirty wearing rag with a black waterproof uh, bag having dirty dress and there are wounds all over and there are when the person enters your house is there any married person will you take the child into the house into the room Huh? straight away what will you do is to put the towel in water tell the person wash very well and you go and inspect whether he has washed and when he has washed or she has washed you collect those dirty dresses bad dresses and give a fresh one is it not what happens then you take the child or the house help into the room can i tell you that god cannot receive anybody with sin what is the first thing he will do he will scourge it out and this evening He's ready to receive as many that are willing. He wants to rise upon as many that are willing. Listen, my children. It doesn't matter how old you are. All you will need to recognize is that you are not going to be foolish anymore. You are not going to remain in a coffin anymore. Enough of coffin life. I will arise and go to my father. And then when you arise and you come, he will scourge and cleanse you. The blood of Jesus will cleanse you and you will be in the fellowship with him and you will see his glory shall arise upon your life. And men and Gentiles shall come to you. And as you keep doing that, that's how you'll be releasing his glory. But are you going to choose to remain in a coffin? Instead of arising to the glory of God. When you do that, you become foolish. Don't be foolish. Be wise now. As we rise up to prayer. Let us pray. It is when you surrender to him that he will release his light and his light will go with you. I'd like you to look at your life. I'd like you to look at your life. With your eyes closed, don't look at any other person. Look inside. Am I going to continue to be foolish? The answer is no. I'm answering it on your behalf. Can't I be wise now? Am I going to continue with the coffin life? No. I must arise. I must walk circumspectly in the glory of the Lord. And I perceive in my heart that the Lord wants to receive as many that he wants to ride upon. Can you look at your life and ask yourself, why should I be playing around with sin when this kind of glory is there waiting for me? Can't you be very careful now? 
Can't you be very careful? Just look at yourself before you pray. You can be far, far better than this in God's hand than the way you are. Just look at yourself. Don't pray yet. Ask yourself questions. Be honest to yourself. How can the devil be having control over you when you are supposed to be having control over him? Ask yourself questions. This sin that I easily fall into, this sin that I do very easily, I masturbate, I do this. Why can I remain like this? When this kind of provision is made for me, God has provided light for your journey. Why do you want to go the same way you came in? The Lord is here to receive you. Like you to open your heart and ask him, I'm here. Look at my life. It's not correct here. Show it to him. Show it to him. The Lord is waiting for you. Show it to him. I want you to be very sincere this night. I'm telling you what. God has come here. God is in this weekend to raise lives is going to ride upon into Jerusalem. God is here this weekend to, to bring his light upon lives that will change their generation. Are you going to be one of them? Take a decision this night, this moment, and tell God. And he is not going to receive sin into his abode. No way. He must scourge and is ready to scourge. He's ready to cleanse us from every unrighteousness. That's what fellowship does. If you say you have no sin, you deceive yourself. No, God is here. He is here. I want to tell you too. I'm very serious with what I'm saying. And this evening, as I was looking at this, he says, start here. I must get them ready. As many that are willing, I am going to release my light and my glory upon them. God is very deliberate with what he's saying this evening. Can't you be part of it? The devil is telling you, don't, don't mind them, don't mind them. He's only trying to put you in a coffin. Can you jump out of that coffin now? Can you tell the devil, get it behind me? I want to serve God. I want to follow God. You are the one making a choice. This You are the one putting yourself in a coffin. You are the one that will bring yourself out of the coffin. You, you, nobody will do it. When you jump out, the light of God will come. The glory of God will come. Oh God. Why should you continue that way? Are you waiting for the devil to bury you in that coffin? No. He said, I want you to be very careful, wise with your use your head that the devil has come to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Jesus has come. 
to give you life and to give you life more abundantly. You must be a tool that God will use to affect your generation. Your generation must be, must be affected. Your generation must be affected by your life. And it's starting this evening with the decision you are making. The decision you are making. That is what is going to determine what God will do with your life tomorrow. Tomorrow and next and always. Can you surrender to him this? And he cannot force us to surrender. It's a choice. It's a choice. He said, jump out of the coffin. Wake up from your slumber. Wake up from that kind of life that cannot give God glory. And let his glory come. Thank you. Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. If you are, if you need to be prayed for, please move here. You are walking out out of that coffee. Move. God bless you. Fast, fast. This matter, nobody begs to do it. He said, jump out of the coffin. God, the glory of the Lord has arisen. As you come, you kneel. Fast, fast. If you choose to remain in the coffin, it's your choice. God has come here to release his light. His light. He is here. He is here. I'm telling you. The devil tells him, don't worry, stay there. He's keeping you in a coffin. In a coffin. In a coffin. In a coffin. Oh, can you see yourself in a coffin? Can you jump out and move fast? Fast, fast, fast. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. The glory of the Lord. Let me tell you, church. Let me tell you. I got that perception. God said, look, I am coming to raise. I'm coming to raise soldiers among the, the young people. And he's doing that. You have one minute more to move. To move. Jump out of the coffin. Jump out of the coffin. And move quickly. Fast, fast. He's keeping you there. You may not have this opportunity again. God bless you. You may not have this opportunity again. Oh, this is your time. This is a make that way where we say make use of every opportunity. Every opportunity, make use of it. And he has risen. He wants to rise. As we invite our chaplain, please come, sir. Chaplain, sir. Chaplain, sir. Look. Young people, let me tell you, the Lord has risen. He wants to do, He wants to use your life in such a way that people will know that this person is different. Different. Metumakagi, 
important decision anybody can make in this life. I want you at this moment to pray for yourself. I want you to ask God for that touch that is permanent. Whatever it is that has been creating barrier between you and your God this till this evening. Pour it out unto the Lord. Acknowledge your shortcoming. Ask the Lord that you want to be in discipleship with Him and His Son. Thank Him for the blood that was shed for all of us, for our sin and for our salvation. Thank the Lord that this evening. You've keyed in into that realm of sonship. Pray for yourself even at this moment. Ask the Lord that you know that you are a sinner. Thank Him for the blood that was shed on the cross of Calvary for our sin and for our salvation. As the Lord that you acknowledge him, that you want him to be in your life, that you want Christ to be the pivot and the pilot of your life, to take over every facet of your life, that all those powers that will put you in a coffin that he will set them loose even at this moment. As the Lord that you've dedicated your life for him, even from your youth, that you will serve the Lord with the strength of your youth. Ask him for the grace to uphold you in this journey. Ask him for his abundant grace, which can only be obtained through faith in Jesus Christ. That you will walk circumspectly, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Say after me, Lord Jesus. I acknowledge you at this moment as my Lord and personal Savior. My ways, which has not been in consonance with your word, this moment we forsake them. and ask you that use your cleansing power to cleanse me from all unrighteousness and write my name in book of life. That I will be yours all the days of my life. That I will live for you. I will walk according to your will. And I will be a son in your kingdom. In Jesus' name. Let us pray. 
our Heavenly Father and our God, we thank you for those ones that have acknowledged you as your Lord and personal Savior. Lord God, expand their name from the book of death and write their name from the, into the book of life. Father Lord, they are now a new creature in you. Uphold them with your free spirit and bound them with your grace. May their faith stand firm in the Lord Jesus Christ. That all the days of their life, Lord, they will ever be in your presence. They will live for you all the days of their lives. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. You can go. There are people to meet you there. We are still praying. Let us pray for our daddy that the Lord has used to empower us spiritually this evening. Let us ask the Lord to continue to uphold him. That the Lord will use him effectively for the ministry of the end time. That even as he's sharing with the people of God, that the Lord will remember him for good. His wife, his family, that they will be source of testimony to so many souls. That the Lord will uphold him even till the last breath, his last breath on earth. That even as the program continues, that the Lord will continue to give him ministration, that food that he has prepared for his people, that the Lord will keep him standing all the days of his life. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Our Heavenly Father and our God, we thank you for this evening. We thank you, Lord, because thus far it has been you. We thank you for that which you, has, which you have sent forth. Father, Lord, may your word, may it achieve its purpose in our lives in Jesus' name. Father, even as we prepare, continue with this program, Lord. Tomorrow, Lord, we ask for your special visitation. We ask for your special touch. For each and every one of us, may your word meet a need in our lives in Jesus' name. May it bring revival in our life in Jesus' name. May it uphold your standard in our life that will not conform to the standard of this generation. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Praise the Lord.